Welcome to the SSU Career Chat, brought to you by the Sonoma State University Career Center. I'm Mac. And I'm Callie. Thanks for listening in. If you're wanting to learn more about major to career exploration or career outlook, then you're in the right place. This podcast will feature insight from employers, SSU alumni, faculty, and current students. Each week, we will bring you a new topic ranging anywhere from specific majors to broader career fields. We're going to dive deep into how to get a job post-college, speak with actual employers to reveal helpful tips and tricks, and so much more. You'll just have to listen to find out. We'll have a new episode up every Thursday. Today's episode focuses on STEM and the possible career pathways within that field. So now that you know what we're all about, sit back, relax, and enjoy the first installment of The Career Chat. Hey listeners, it's Callie. Today we have three very exclusive interviews with SSU alumni who have gone on to exciting careers related to the STEM field. These successful men and women include a computer science major, an electrical engineering major, and a math major, each of whom was once in your shoes. Don't despair if your major is not among those included in this episode. There are many employers that will accept a variety of different majors for one position. The career advice you'll learn can be useful to everyone regardless of major or career pathway. Stick around to discover exactly how each of these former Sonoma State students found success and what you can do to succeed too. Our first interview is with Darren, a software developer at General Motors who graduated with a bachelor's in computer science in 2019. All right, Darren, we are recording. Fantastic. So will you give a short introduction of yourself or background on you as a student? Sure. Um, I was born and raised in Sonoma County and uh, made first attempt at school, uh, but I was not ready for it. Uh, so I kind of got into a career for a long time. Um, got hurt and decided to reinvent myself. Went back and got a degree. Um, and that's how I ended up at Sonoma State. Oh, wow. I'm glad to hear that you went to Sonoma State. Wonderful school. Yeah. <laughs> So when you first went to Sonoma State, did you know what career you wanted to pursue or what major you wanted to study? I did. I actually gave it a lot of thought before I started because um, I was re-entering, not going right after high school. So um, it took a while to decide what I wanted to do. But by the time I, I came back to school, I had a pretty good plan, pretty solid plan um, as far as what I wanted to do when I was done and what I needed to get out of my education to do it. Wonderful. So when did you know what specific career you wanted to pursue? I did a couple of those uh, online personality, career aptitude, uh, aptitude and affinity test kind of thing, self-assessments to, to see what kind of thing you might be suited for, what kind of thing you might like. Right. Um, We've got some focus to career assessments on the Career Center webpage oh, that yeah. help students with this similar kind of thing. That's fantastic. Um, so one of the things that popped up for me was computer programmer it popped up on like three of those assessments that I took in different places. So um, it wasn't at the top every time, but I'd had a little bit of exposure to it a long time ago and uh, had enjoyed it. So um, did a little bit of research as far as the accessibility of the job, uh, the ease of getting into it. Um, I'm disabled as well. So the, the ADA, kind of accessibility uh, for the job 
and yeah, so that's that's why I made that choice. Um, and it was luckily it was a career that was a pretty clear path education wise to to get qualified for it. Excellent. Sounds like you were really prepared. Like you really took the time to figure out what you wanted and you went for it. That's incredibly admirable. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> what I want to know is. Did you encounter any obstacles or frustrations with your studies? And how did you get through challenges to become as successful as you are today? Yeah, what student doesn't run across obstacles? <laughs> um, challenges, frustrations, um, they, they came up every semester to one degree or another. Whether it was, you know, the fires a few years ago, dealing with those health issues, really tough classes, all of the above came up for me at different points. So dealing with it, I guess there was a few things. One was having, uh, being involved on campus a little bit, but the CS Club uh, through Mesa was a great resource for me. Um, kept, kind of helped me build an on-campus support network of, of people and, and resources. Um, disability resources as well um, also helped. Um, so that was part of it, but I think the most valuable thing that I did was just talked to my teachers, instructors about problems I was having as they came up, not after they were insurmountable, but as they came up, look, I'm having, I'm having an issue um, right away. And um, invariably, in every case, I found a way to, to overcome it uh, frequently with the instructor's help. So tell me a little bit about your current job and how you found the opening for your position. Sure. Um, I'm a software developer at General Motors. Um, and I found the job online. I, I, after I finished, I took a, I don't know, 60, 60 days or so and did nothing towards pursuing a career. Uh, but then I hit it full court press and I just hit the, the big job sites, um, the tech ones and other ones, Indeed and Glassdoor and um, uh, a few other ones and applied for a couple jobs a day for maybe 30 days. Uh, and then I started getting callbacks because that tends to, tends to go on a delay. You know, you apply for jobs and you don't hear for two weeks, two months, uh, just depends on the company. Um, so having, having a lot of applications in the pipeline <laughs> kind of helped with that process as well. Um, they that all started like coming together at once, but, but uh, which was good to have some choices when it came time for, um, for acceptance. That sounds like an excellent job search strategy. Keep going at it until you start hearing back from positions you're interested in. Yeah. And so, even then I didn't stop applying <laughs> just in case I just kept, kept having job applications in the pipeline is the way I saw it that eventually one would, would come through. Perfect. You're setting a great example, example for our listeners. <laughs> Just a little plug for GM when I'm at it. They're hiring sure. over 1,100 software developers as new new college grads. That's just the new college grads, not set separate from their entire hiring for, for IT. But yeah, by the end of next year, they're going to hire another 1,100 um, of what I do. So, well, listeners, did you hear that? <laughs> so General Motors wants to hire you. <laughs> they do. They do. They want good good graduates. Well, I guess that sort of ties into the next question. Do you find the job market for your major to be competitive? I think so. Um, I think it, uh, it is competitive. I heard stories about folks that graduated that put all their eggs in one basket. You know, I'm going to work for Google. I'm going to work for Facebook or, or whatever and go through their five stages of, of hiring and then, and then be left with uh, having to start over completely. 
so it's competitive, but there's jobs out there, especially I know there is in this. That's one reason why I picked a software developer job. Um, programming is not one of the things that's going away anytime soon. So um, that's for sure. The tech industry is booming. It's good. So I had some choices. I had to leave the area to get the work-life balance benefit package and salary that I wanted, but I was okay with that. Um, having the work-life balance was more important to me than staying close to home. I'm from Santa Rosa, so um, it's uh, there's not a huge number of jobs in the in the field. There's some, and there's people that are getting hired out of Sonoma State for them. Well, perfect. Are there other majors that could be appropriate for your position, or is it primarily a computer science position? It's primarily a computer science position. There's, I mean, electrical engineer could probably get in. Um, it's closely related in the job. I know for at GM, they say uh, a computer science or related degree or, or possibly a STEM, other STEM degree would be considered. I know they do hire college grads for other things, but, but for software development, that's part of why I picked a computer science degree because it trains you for a specific skill. It's something that you come out, not just with a degree, but a, a specialized skill that you can you can apply to a job. It's kind of like a teacher's credential or a computer science degree or an accounting, a CPA license, something that you can apply right away. Well, that's great to hear. So computer science, possibly electrical engineer in a similar position, but not quite the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do know that they it's easier when they're hiring college grads for things like I, the software I work on is what I'm exposed to is that business group. So they is the business group that does uh, forecasting of, of demand of parts and cars and those kinds of things. So they, they'll, they'll hire business degrees, but prefer ones that have more technical ones. Um, so that have advanced statistics and um, the things that some people avoid because they're a little bit harder classes, um, but they're valuable when it comes time to, to get in the job. Absolutely. So you may take some hard courses, but it is absolutely worth it to persevere through. Yeah. Yeah. And my final question is, do you have any advice for our listeners? Is there anything that you wish you had known when you were a student? Is there something you would have liked to have heard as a student or is there something you would have done differently? Just some parting words for us. Sure. Um, if there's one thing I would have done differently, it would have been apply for internships like as soon as I was a transfer student as well. So and as soon as I transferred from the JC would have been the time to apply for internships. And I didn't, I spent, spent a year getting acclimated to Sonoma State and focusing on my classes. Um, and by the time I was going to be a fourth year, it was too late to apply for internships. I, it was more time to apply for jobs than, than internships. So that was one. You heard it here first to count, apply for internships <laughs> when you can. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for speaking with us, Darren. Our next interview is with Jorge a LAM research test technician for Acara Solutions. He graduated with a bachelor's in electrical engineering and a minor in computer science in 2019. All right, Jorge, we are recording now. Will you give us a little background on you as a student? Yeah, um, I applied to Sonoma State as an electrical engineering major towards the end of my junior year, I believe. I picked up a minor in computer science, and as a student, I was really just involved with um, club activities. I was a part of Greek life. Um, I also was a part of uh, the Mesa program there at Sonoma State. Yeah, I was just really involved within both my departments of electrical engineering and computer science, 
and just with campus life in general, just to, you know, uh, not only enjoy, but to really get the full, like, experience there at Sonoma State. Wonderful. So, when you first got to Sonoma State, what did you want to do after you graduated? Um, no, I wasn't really entirely sure what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to be working, like, related to my field in electrical engineering. And, like, I wanted to know if I could either get a job here around Sacramento or if I was lucky around the Bay Area as close as possible to the Silicon Valley. And I was pretty much just, like, open to start any, like, field because um, you got to, like, have a feel for it and see if you enjoy it because it potentially could be, like, where I could work for the next 20 years, you know? If I'm going to be there for that long, I better enjoy it. Right. You want to make sure you're making the right choice for yourself. Exactly. So when did you know what career you wanted to pursue? What experiences helped you decide? Right now, I started working in the semiconductor semiconductor industry. And I really enjoy it because it's really just like hands-on and it's really uh, fast and like... Uh, how would I describe it? It's like, it's a really technical job. And I really enjoyed it because it reminded me of the labs there at Sonoma State. I feel like it was really suited towards me because uh, the experience I had there in the labs and in lecture halls within the electrical engineering department. So they helped you at Sonoma State learn what position you'd be interested in later. Yes, uh, that's, I really actually lucked out that way because um, I was able to apply what I learned at Sonoma at my current job here. I'm currently working at a company called Lamb Research over in the East Bay. How is it there? I'm just really excited to like learn everything and uh, I can really see myself staying there and moving up. Right now I'm working as a test technician and there's a lot of uh, openings coming up for test engineer and potentially later on, if I decide to get my master's, I could apply to be a manufacturing engineer. That sounds exciting. Yeah. I'm really just excited to not only start where I'm at, but further down the line, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. So when you were studying at mm -hmm. Sonoma State, did you encounter any obstacles or frustrations? And how did you get through any challenges you had to become as successful as you are right now? Usually it was a lot, like a lot of stress I had to go to find ways to uh, basically calm myself more down and stuff. Help you get organized. Yes, exactly. How did you learn about the opening for your current position? Did you have a job search strategy? Yeah, actually um, around my last semester at Sonoma, I was really like involved at the career center there and oh, um, wonderful. They helped me set up, yeah they helped me set up a LinkedIn and the LinkedIn really helped me because uh, the recruiter actually reached out to me and that's how I heard about the position and I actually wasn't aware about the like the semiconductor industry until the recruiter reached out to me and she kind of like laid out the like groundwork of what it would be what, what I would be doing she was kind of excited for me and I was excited as well and she really uh, helped me prepare for the interview and just helped me nail it and get it. And I couldn't be more thankful. 
Aw. So definitely LinkedIn is the way to go because it'll connect you with all kinds of recruiters. Do you find the job market for your major to be competitive? I would believe so, but I also believe my job market for my like position is in high demand. So it's competitive, but also high demand. Excellent. What qualities do you think employers in your field are looking for when they're hiring new? I would say just the willingness to learn. Because if you go in uh, like with the mentality that you already know the position, then you won't like accept the way how things are run there, if that makes sense. Right. You need to be Maybe. adaptive. Yeah, more very adaptable and flexible. Because what you learn one way could be a lot different when it when you're actually on the field. Are there other majors that could be appropriate for your position, or is it pretty solidly an electrical engineering position? Uh, I would say physics students could also apply for uh, my position because there's a lot of uh, other elements involved. Uh, what I do at my job is I work on a lot of um, these machines that uh, etch wafers. Pretty much, it's not only electrical, but it's using a lot of like gas elements and water, and there's like a whole lot going on. So I believe a physics student would be able to understand like the process of the, the etching process for the wafers. And uh, if they're just willing to be a little like hands-on using like hand tools and stuff, then it should be perfect. Well, that's cool. And I have one last question. What advice do you have for our listeners? Is there something you wish you had known when you were a student? Is there something you would have liked to have heard? Or is there something you would have done differently? Uh, the only advice I could give is to potentially find uh, internships. That was the one thing that I kind of regret. But um, I did try, but I think I applied to other internships around like spring semester of my junior year. And it, that was really competitive, and I wasn't able to get like anything. But what I ended up doing was a lot of projects within my department, and that kind of helped. And I also attended a lot of uh, lecture series there. So I was able to meet everyone in the industry and get kind of an idea of what an uh, on-the-field job would be like. Right. So you're telling us that it's important to get experience and to speak with industry professionals to help get a feel for what's right for you? Exactly. But like, don't be, don't be afraid to start as soon as your sophomore year. It's never, never too early. Well, I think that's great advice. Well, thank you so much for recording with us. Hey listeners, we know it's been a tough year for networking and planning careers. In acknowledgement of this, the Sonoma State Career Center has an exciting event planned for you all. Presenting the Fall Virtual Career Fair. That's right, you can still attend the career fair this year virtually. The fair is taking place on November 10th, 2020 from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Handshake. You will have the chance to meet with employers, discover new career opportunities, and interact with recruiters through video, audio, or chat. You can pre-schedule for one-on-one -on -one time or group sessions with employers you are interested in, or you can simply join an open session on the day of the fair. We will have 30 employers attending. You can view the event, register, and attend on Handshake. You can register at bit.ly slash vcf underscore fall 20. That's bit.ly slash vcf underscore fall 20. A big thank you to our hosts.
Check it out on November 10th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Our final interview for this episode is with Rosa, a high school math teacher in Santa Rosa. She graduated with a degree in mathematics in 2017. Rosa is a working mother, and as such, you can hear gentle sounds from her toddler son, Josue, in the background. All right, Rosa, we are recording now. Hello, my name is Rosa Martinez. I am from Stockton, California. I was born and raised since October 1996. I'm the oldest of four girls and I'm 23 years old. I was raised by my mom, by a single mother, and I came to Sonoma State back in 2014. And I studied mathematics, graduated um, in 2017 since I went to a high school that was, I was doing like college classes and high school classes at the same time. Right after I graduated, I went back to my community, which was in Stockton, and I taught there and did my credential remotely so I was like an intern kind of teacher but I was still getting like I was a full-time teacher um I would go to school at night from like around 4 30 to like yeah like 4 30 to 8 30 and I would do my credential classes and then teach you know Monday through Friday I went to San Joaquin Teachers College uh taught in Stockton for two years and then this is my first time here in Santa Rosa City Schools District I moved here, I moved back because I love the area and I'm glad they gave me an opportunity to teach at LCL in high school. And it's just a better position because I'm teaching math one, math two, and I'm teaching leadership, which is something new for me. But I was super involved in high school, so it's exciting. That sounds exciting. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. And I have one son, his name is Josue. He's 13 months, about to be 14 months. Oh. And my husband that works at the AC Hotel in Santa Rosa downtown. Wow. When you first got to Sonoma State, what did you want to do after you graduated? Well, I always had a plan that I wanted to go back to my community um, and become a teacher since like the seventh grade. I always, since I got to Sonoma State, I knew I was going to, you know, just get my BA and then go on to my teaching credential to the San Joaquin Teachers College program. I was thinking of getting a master's and hopefully I will once my son is older. I always had that mind that I wanted to become a teacher and I wanted to inspire the students. And it's just a clear goal that I had, like going into Sonoma State. That's very admirable. So you're working in the career you envisioned when you declared your major. Yes. When did you know what career you wanted to pursue? When I was in seventh grade, I had a really good math teacher and she helped me get a scholarship into like camp that is called um, STEM Trit. And then basically they choose seventh grade girls to go to the camp into one of the campuses, the CSUs, and then they, they have a week there. And when you're in seventh grade and then you do math and science. And so she, you know, signed me up for that and I won the scholarship. And the campus that year was Sonoma State. So, oh, wow. so I was like, I never thought I was going to go back to school. I totally forgot after seventh grade about Sonoma State, but I really loved it. I loved, you know, the area. I think we went to like kayaking at the Russian River and like as a seventh grader. And then we did like cool um, math things at the Darwin building. And we had like our dorm and everything. So I had an idea of how Sonoma State will um, look like. When it came to college, my mom didn't have money for me to go to college, but I wanted to go to college. So 
I applied to so many scholarships and I was like, I have to find a, you know, I want to become a teacher and I know to become a teacher is better to look at CSUs. And I was afraid to go so, so far away. And then I almost like didn't apply for Sonoma State until I remembered what I was looking at my pictures that I went to Sonoma State. And I was like, why did I forget about that school? Like that was an awesome school. So then I applied <laughs> and I was like, I hope I go there. Like it was just kind of last minute, but they accepted me and um, I, thought, I thought it was the best fit for me. And at the time I had mathematics and kinesiology cause I was into running and I was into like sports and exercise and all that. Um, but I'm glad they kept me at math because I feel like I wouldn't have been as happy as I am now. That is so wonderful to hear. Did you encounter any obstacles or frustrations with your studies? I feel like when I would get like take a math class that was really difficult. I feel like sometimes I would get frustrated if I didn't understand it, but like having like a math club and then having, you know, they would have like a math lab and I would always go there with my friends and like having like people I can count on and then professors that were always there for me. I feel like it made it easier, but there was times that I was frustrated, but I always knew how to find help. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, like this is extremely difficult. I always knew how to find help. That is so important, knowing that there are school resources that can help you when you get stuck. Right. Yes, definitely. So I'm glad to hear that campus resources were able to help prepare you for your career because here at the Career Center, that's what we're all about, helping students get ready for their careers. Oh, definitely. Yes, I, I did have an encounter with the career resources where I got a job at on campus working for the sports department as a staff like the staff sports like working with the sporting there um i wanted to get closer to the sports because i did run cross country cross country and track so i wanted to be involved with more sports and so they helped me you know start building a resume you know being ready for an interview and uh just being open to like different ideas so I used a lot of the campus resources, a lot of them. <laughs> that is so wonderful to hear. So about your current position as a teacher, how did you learn about the opening? It was easier for me to get a job at Stockton right away after graduating because I always had connections with my principals. And like, I always looked back to them. I would connect with them. I would say hi and everything. They were able to help me out, you know, by setting me up with a direct personnel and, you know, getting my applications seen by everyone else first. So, like, the main idea that I let my students know is you have to build connections. It's not how smart you are or what you do. Like, it is important what you do and how, but it's about the connections and the people you know that's going to get you farther in life. Definitely. That's, what, that's how I got it. And then for this year, I knew it was going to be tough because the coronavirus was happening. And a lot of the teachers didn't want me to leave Stockton Unified because they were thought that I was going to lose my accountability if like they fired teachers. But I told myself that I had to take the opportunity. So I applied on this thing called EdJoin and there's like a bunch of jobs for teachers. So I applied to like Union City, San Francisco, um, the LA area, like I applied everywhere. And I did get some callbacks, but the first call that I got in the first interview was from San Rosa and I was super excited because they did, I did have some connections here in Santa Rosa as well. When I was leaving Santa Rosa, they told me, you know, that there would always be a position open for me and I should apply and everything. 
So I took the opportunity to apply and I remember coming to LCL in high school once when I was in college to like just see this type of high schools I was here. And I was like, wow, like this, you know, this is a school has bilingual and it's like mostly focused on Hispanics and the majority of Hispanics. But it's definitely, um, you know, searching at a joint and just constantly reaching out to your workers about like, not your workers, but the people you applied and saying like, oh, like, do you get all the paperwork that you need that you need from me and stuff like that. So that's what I did to check in to make sure they had all my paperwork. Oh, nice. So you are bilingual and how yes. has being bilingual benefited you in your career? Well, definitely I see that here, like being at LC, they're thinking about like making the school, like me teaching math and Spanish, which is super exciting for me. Cause I, you know, another dream I have is teaching in a different part, like in Latin America, um, teaching math and Spanish, learning the math like language in Spanish and so that is super exciting to be doing that and then also um like I feel like that's a benefit and also in the class like the majority of the students at LC like speak in English and Spanish and so sometimes when there's only students coming from like that only speak Spanish um I'm able to like translate easily and um accommodate worksheets or just accommodate the material for them just because I know you know English and Spanish. I have another question about your job related to your major. So do you find the job market for your major to be competitive? I honestly don't think that because there's a lot of math positions. When I was looking for that there's applied to everywhere and there's so many math positions and the reasons why I didn't accept many of the other positions was because they weren't giving me a full-time position. And obviously with the baby and like living here and the income here, like I need a, you know, a full-time job. And so definitely I feel like I don't think it's competitive because there's so many positions open for math. And everybody is looking for someone that knows math because of the critical thinking skills and things like that. Teachers are definitely needed, especially math. I want to know what your favorite part of your job is, what you find most rewarding about your career. What I find most rewarding is, you know, when a student comes and tells me that I'm a great teacher, that, you know, I taught them well, that they like math now, that they like want to know more, that they're like interested in the subject because it makes me see, like feel that I'm doing the right thing. And I haven't got students to come back and say, you changed my life. Like, you know, I went to some of my teachers that they really changed my life. But I know that's going to happen, you know, if I continue the way that I am and then hopefully inspire them to be someone better and then change their whole background story. Like, you know, I had a low, I came from a low socioeconomic. I was, you know, some, I have, was raised by my mom only. And sometimes we didn't have anything to eat or sometimes we didn't have a place to stay. And look where I'm at now, and so that's what I tell them. That is such a beautiful sentiment. Teachers really are undervalued. So I guess what I want to close with is, what advice do you have for our listeners? Is there anything that you wish you had known when you were a student at Sonoma State? Something you would have liked to have heard, or something you would have done differently? Whoever's listening, I feel like connecting with your professors, taking everything, like all of the resources in hand, 
and you know taking that opportunity to learn how to do something or even trying it is what makes your life easy makes it more like fun and exciting so i feel like i'm thankful i came to sonoma state because i see things differently now i want to help even more and i feel like sonoma state does a great job in um, connecting with people and then i'm glad i chose math because the math department is so small so they always were there for me they always made like an appointment really fast if i wanted to meet with like a counselor they were just like on it the whole time i didn't have to stress like my sister's going to csu fullerton she sometimes has to wait like wait like months or like weeks to get an appointment and so i'm glad i went to sonoma state well, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing to say. I've really enjoyed talking to you. And oh, your story you. will be so inspirational and wonderful for current students to hear because there's nothing oh, current you. students like to hear more than success stories. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's close with takeaways from today's episode. First, Take on internships as soon as you can. It is vitally important to gain experience for a field that interests you before you decide what you truly want to do. Internships are the best way to gain quick experience. If you aren't sure what major or career is right for you, try the Focus to Career Assessments available on the SSU Career Center website under the tab Exploring Majors and Careers. Our second takeaway from today is start networking. LinkedIn is easy to set up and will connect you with professionals in your industry of interest and job recruiters that could help push you in the right direction. Also, try Handshake. Handshake is a brilliant site designed specifically to connect college students with jobs and internships. Finally, try to connect with people in your field in other ways. You should attend career fairs, like the Fall Virtual Career Fair on November 10th. You should also try and reach out to employers you would like to work with to learn more about what it takes to pursue that career. Remember, the SSU Career Center is always ready to help students like you. Check out the Career Center Student Toolkit on Canvas for guides on everything from crafting resumes, cover letters, and nailing interviews, to job search resources and pre-recorded workshops. It is never too late to start preparing for your job after graduation. The SSU Career Center website also has resources to answer all of your career-related questions and more. Want to know the 500 companies hiring now on Handshake? Want to learn how to get a job during a global pandemic? Visit the Career Center website for more information. Thank you for listening in. Stay tuned for another informative and thrilling episode next week.